Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, I'm Christian Sager, and welcome to Brain Stuff. A lot of things are easy to remember. My high school graduation, for instance, or my first summer job, or that time I got arrested for emptying a bunch of Jello packets into Brian Cranston's gas tank. It's it's a long story, but it doesn't take a scientist to notice that adults don't generally remember things that happened before the age of about three or four. Well, why is that? Well, why can't we remember the earliest events in our lives up to and including birth? Okay, here's an experiment. Try to remember what happened the last time you ate a burrito. Where were you? Who was with you? Was the burrito full of spiders? These kind of memories, being able to recall details of a particular event in the past, are called episodic memories. A person at age 60 will usually have some episodic memories from age 30. She might not get all the details right, but she will be able to recall some events and explain what happened. 
But if you take that same person at age 30 and ask her to describe something that happened to her during her first year of life, you'll typically get nothing at all. Sigmund Freud referred to this hole in our memory as childhood amnesia or infantile amnesia. Freud being Freud explained it by saying we needed to repress memories from infancy because of their inappropriate or traumatic sexual content. But sometimes a blank is just a blank, and contemporary scientists don't tend to throw in with Freud on this one. Another hypothesis that used to be popular says that babies can't form episodic memories until they develop certain cognitive capacities, like language. But there's a major problem with the language-based hypothesis. Experiments have shown that animals like mice also display both long-term memory and infantile amnesia. Since childhood amnesia crosses species lines, it's probably something to do with brain biology rather than language. One possible answer would be to say that baby brains simply can't make memories. It's true that memory encoding isn't as efficient in infant brains as it is in the brains of older children or adults, possibly because the prefrontal cortex of a baby's brain hasn't reached maturity yet. But recent studies have shown that very young children can form some memories, leading scientists to think it's not that we don't make memories early in life, but that after a certain point, we can't access them. The memories are made, but something happens to them. They get erased or put behind some kind of memory blockade. Patricia Bauer and Marina Larkina of Emory University have led research on this hypothesis. For example, in one study, researchers recorded children at age three describing a recent event, like a trip to a theme park. Years later, the researchers followed up with these same children to see how much they remembered. And at ages five, six, and seven, the children could recall more than 60% of the earlier events. But by ages eight and nine, their recall was less than 40%. More research of this kind is needed, but this looks like watching the onset of childhood amnesia as it happens. Another recent study has considered the role of neurogenesis in the hippocampus. The hippocampus is a part of the brain that's crucial for creating and storing episodic memories. If you don't have either of your hippocampi, you could end up like that guy in Memento, unable to make new episodic memories. Neuroscientists Sheena Jocelyn and Paul Franklin have proposed a theory that childhood amnesia happens because of rapid formation of new cells in the hippocampus when children are young. This is known as hippocampal neurogenesis. Basically, while your brain is manufacturing lots of the cells you will use to make memories for the rest of your life, it wipes away or obscures the memories you already created as a young child. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We 
are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.